The lion did not concern himself with the opinion of the sheep. The lion did not. <laughs> Welcome back once again into the dark cells underneath the sausage hut for yet another Game of Thrones rehash with yours truly, Johnny Kilbasa. And joined, luckily, this week by. Kowski and C-Suite. Hey, guys. What's going on? Welcome back to the Game of Thrones. Johnny. Nostrovia. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, C-Suite. Hello, Kowski. Well, let's just get right into it here. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. And now on the Mark Sausage Aram Podcast, Show, it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute. Or a couple with minutes. Johnny Kilbasa. And Kowski. And C Suite coming at you for raw, uncut, completely exposed Game of Thrones unedited minute. Happening about 10 minutes after the show ends. Haven't practiced it at all. We're just going to get right into it. Shame. Season 7, Episode 5. Shame. Eastwatch. Shame. On the battlefield, Bronn and Jamie climb out of the river. Dragons are where our partnership ends, Laddie. You mean they got away? What? Tyrion inspects the carnage, and then Dothraki pillages spoils. Danny and Drogon cut a face promo and captured Lannister troops, and again with the knee bending. Randall Tarly doesn't bend the knee and maintains his racism to the end. There are no easy choices in wool. Rickon, I mean Dickon, won't either. Barbecue time. See you, Randall Tarly. See you, Rickon, I mean Dickon Tarly. And Drogon is huge. Meanwhile, in King's Landing, Jamie made it back. Cersei's unfazed. Jamie's shitting his pants, and then Jamie breaks down the whole Olena killed Joffrey thing, so we fight and die or we submit and die. I know my choice. And a soldier should know his. Cersei is angry. Meanwhile, Dragonstone, Drogon, and Danny took the red eye back, and John gets a sniff and pets Drogon. Danny's intrigued. You weren't gone long. Danny and John discuss war logistics, then Jorah Mormont returns, and he has a new outfit. Apparently, it's all water under the bridge between those two. Meanwhile, the Winterfell Ski Lodge, Bran wargs up to East Watch by the Sea, and there's a whole lot of dead heading south, and the Night King eyes him down just like that. Meanwhile, in Old Town, the Maesters make Northerner jokes, and Sam tells the board of directors about Bran. The Archmaester has his doubts. Meanwhile, in Dragonstone, Varys and Tyrion talk over the water cooler. Varys was only a purveyor of information. In the war room, Tyrion suggests bringing a soldier to the dead. Bringing a soldier to the dead and going to talk to Jamie via Davos is smuggling. Jorah volunteers to go get Danny a white. John needs to go and he doesn't need permission. Danny abides. Meanwhile, in Winterfell, the locals are restless and Santa puts her foot down about John. Arya and Sansa discuss killing and ruling. I'm sure cutting off heads is very satisfying, but that's not the way you get people to work together. Meanwhile, in King's Landing, Davos and Davos is going to go to a party and Flea Bottom and Tyrion makes it into the basement. Bronn brings Jamie down and the brothers sit it out or hash it out. Meanwhile, in Flea bottom, Davos finds Gendry and makes a rowing joke. Nothing fucks you harder than time, boy. Gendry is ready to go, and he has a sweet warhammer. Davos pulls off the old fermented crab gimmick. Gendry, meet Tyrion. Back in the Queen's Chambers, Kyburn's dishing out treats. Cersei goes big boss on Jamie, and she's pregnant. Ugh, never betray me again, Jamie. Meanwhile, in Dragonstone, Gendry, me- Gendry meets John. He prefers a hammer. Tyrion missed Jorah. Nobody glowers like Jorah other than Grey Worm. Tyrion pulls out his slaver coin, and Jorah and Danny have a moment. And off go Jorah, Gendry, and John. North Bound. Meanwhile, in Old Town, Gilly and Sam do some light reading, and Sam's fed up. He heads straight for the restricted area of the library, bids farewell to the library, and he's tired of reading about the achievements of better men. Meanwhile, in Winterfell, Littlefinger's paying for whispers, and Arya sees him. Uh-oh. Maester What's-His-Name digs up the dirt scroll for Littlefinger. Arya searches Littlefinger's room and finds a scroll in the mattress hole, and Littlefinger busts her right back. Meanwhile, in East Watch by the Sea, Tormund tries to understand the workings of the South, and the, then the Hound, Beric Dondarrion, and Thor Samira in the cells. Now all the breathing dudes are on the same side. Off we go! Into the real north. Wow. Shame. There was a lot of stuff that happened. Shame. <laughs> Bravo. Shame. That was excellent. Yeah. A Thanks. lot going on today. Oh, geez. Yeah. So here we are, guys. Lots of lot to swallow there. It's all fresh in our minds. It just happened about five minutes ago, ten minutes ago. We're you know, we're right out there because we think fast and we act fast. So Kowski, yeah. why don't you tell us well, where we're going off, first? Yeah, well, first of all, we've got a new addition to the opening intro, so we get a little uh, taste of East Watch by the Sea on the uh, opening credits. Yes. So, pretty interesting. Looks like that castle's built in kind of the side of the wall there, and 
right over by the uh, east side of the ocean or whatever they have over there. So uh, pointing out the new addition. But uh, we start off with Braun and Jamie, who are alive, I think is pretty much everybody's expect- expected. Uh, Braun tells him he's not allowed to die until he gets what he's owed. So. Yeah, and they just got away like that. They were five feet away from Danny. They fell under the water, and they just happened to swim away, and they got away. Really? Yeah, I don't know uh, why, you know, at what point did Jamie start swimming, or, you know, it's kind of hard to swim with all that armor and they can, but uh, one way or another, they, they made it out alive. Yeah. Yeah, no comment there. I was like, oh, wow, they were holding their breath for a really long time. It's like, there's nobody around them. There's nothing, uh, just a smoldering smoke in the background. But, you know, at this point, we got to forgive them and give them some license. Uh, right. Because they're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. They are. The, we, yeah, I don't want to get bogged down in any, like, not necessarily a pothole, but I don't want to get bogged sure. down in that stuff. I just want to enjoy the goodness. Me too. I, yeah, I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. So the, so, they, yeah, they, there they, wasn't uh, too much... I think they, they had to set the underwater swimming record for the world, I think, to, to I don't know, was it the other side of the river that Bron just kind of got fished Jamie out? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm not going to get bogged down. It. Just enjoy it. They made it. <laughs> Off we go. We've got plenty of other things to go through. Yeah, so, yeah, not a whole lot to go on there. Just basically, I think that uh, Jamie decides he's got to tell Cersei about the dragons and basically that they're bones right now. So, um, <laughs> He heads over and drops the news to her. And she's not happy. Not happy at all. Yeah, she, she suggests, what, hiring some of the, hiring some mercenaries, but basically, uh, she doesn't, they don't see a whole lot of options right here. It doesn't look good for them right now. No, and J- Jamie doesn't really have anything good to say because he's like, no, listen, man, these Dothraki are better than anything that we've ever seen. And, oh, yeah, the dragons, yeah, uh, one of them burn us to shreds, and there's two more of them. So, good luck with that. Yeah, so good luck with that. <laughs> C-Suite, what do you think, bro? Uh, no, I'm, uh, I was, you guys, uh, I'm re-watching it as you're talking here. Gotcha. I think you guys may have skipped you may have skipped over a, a, I thought a, a really cool scene, uh, but I'm gonna, I was gonna see if uh, uh, Kowski was gonna chat about it, um, where Danny gives the, them the opportunity to bend the knee, and uh, the Charlie boys go down swinging. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess we did kind of uh, skip over that part. You're right. So Tyrion's it's pretty kind cool of, though. Uh, yeah. Parading, wa- checking out the battlefield and. Yeah, we we told I kind of they kind of bleed into each other. Yeah, that's okay. Bit. So, uh, yeah, so Danny again, uh, never get tired of her begging for the knee, boy. <laughs> that just never gets old. So, <laughs> yeah, you're, so that's where uh, the uh, Rickon Orticon and Randall Tarly are just basically like, uh, screw this, we're not bending the knee and. Uh, yeah, I'd say it might be the it might be the nine year old boy inside of me, but just like the 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 cinematography of her on that uh, rock with the, the dragon behind her, I mean, it's just so cool to look at. Yeah, I mean, every time you yeah, watch maybe. one of these episodes, it's like watching a major motion motion picture, you know? Totally. I feel, and I feel like uh, Drogon is just getting bigger by the day. Yeah, he looked and enormous looked in those shots. Now. He's like the size of a 747. And it's like he understands English, too, you know? <laughs> or whatever, you know, he He's knows Drakaris. He's got Dracaris. really good hearing. He's got really good hearing. Yeah, she's like, she's like Drakaris, like under her breath, and all of a sudden he unfurls the, uh, uh, the, the, the flambe. And it's, it's great. It's a fitting yeah. death for Randall Tarley. I mean, he's just been nothing but a dick the entire time we've known him. So, like, you know, okay, I'm not... I'm not sad to see him go although i wish i was i was ho- kind of hoping that that sam was going to be able to kill him with the family sword but i guess he won't have a chance to do that well, and but poor rick on dick on we hardly knew you <laughs> that's kind of yeah, crazy, not, uh, they, yeah 
the and game take on some awesome run. And he was totally so a different dick on. He was a different dick on than last season. So we got a brand new dick on. And he was only in, you know, and then he was in a couple good shows, I guess. And then see you later. <laughs> so, Bend the so knee, bro. Sam, Sam and Dick on are brothers. Uh, you guys ever see the movie uh, Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Dane DeVito? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They kind of remind me of those two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dick on got all the genes. Yeah. Yeah, where did this Sam adopted? He might as well have been in the eyes of Randall Tarley. So yeah, that was a cool scene. And the Lannister soldiers, they don't give a crap. They're like, I just want to eat. I want to be able to eat and not have to die. Um, who, which queen like right do you want me to bow to? I don't care. Yeah, like uh, yeah, right, after the, uh, <laughs> right after the right after the the dragon, like uh, you know, flambe burned a thousand Tarly. people. They oh, just, they just—they all the soldiers immediately drop to the knee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's is actually when Jamie goes back to Cersei and admits that uh, they're pretty much screwed at this point, and she's still all hung up on Tyrion killing, uh, on Tyrion killing her son and whatnot. But then that's when uh, Jamie drops the old truth bomb on her and realizes that mm-hmm. Lady Olena is actually the one who killed Joffrey. So. Doesn't really seem to change her opinion much. She realizes she's, uh, you know, gonna die either way, win or lose. So she's not going down without a fight. Yep. Yep. And yes, she. <laughs> she was. I think she was. She was much more disappointed that Aladdin didn't suffer in her death than she actually was about Joffrey being killed or knowing it was <laughs> yeah. her. You know. It's like, oh, she I, didn't want to let that go. Exactly. Yeah, she's she's like, like, hey, like, can we get back on top of here? I know we want to talk about how you want to <laughs> have her suffer more, but we have things to. And you killed her with poison. For poisoning her, dick. Yeah. Yeah. She I should told be. Told you not to poison her. She should be down in the cells with uh, Elia Martel and um, Sister O. What's her name? There's the Bella Shame lady. Who's? They should both still be alive. Yeah, the yeah, mountain, mountain. Yeah, her and the mountain are getting friendly. I wonder still. if we'll ever see that lady again. What was her wow. name? Uh, Septon Ulena or something? Unella. Yeah. Yes. Septon Ulena. Septon. Good call. Yeah. Good call, Kowski. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then, uh, let's see. So then, uh, Drogon gets to meet Jon Snow for the first time yeah. again, looking gigantic as ever. Yeah. As ever. So, so cool. It's so cool. I'm, I'm watching it right now, and just like it's so great. I mean, I mean, of all the, like the movies that you see and it looks silly, like this is just so awesome, man. Like, props to the to the uh, the crew and and just the angles and everything. It's like so badass. <laughs> yeah, they are not sparing any expense this season because that was always the thing I've heard that just like a lot of the CGI was very expensive and you know they could only dump so much money into this stuff. But at this point, it seems like it's no holds barred on the uh, expenses. Maybe that's why they're only having seven episodes. Credit card. Yeah. Is there any? Is there any like extra special symbolism with Jon Snow reaching out and touching the dragon? I mean. Is he going to be smelling um, his blood as a former, you know, as a bloodline? You know, that has anything to do with it. I, I would, I kind of think that's what they're implying is is that uh, the dragon is a little friendly to him because of his, uh, you know, Targaryen heritage. But there's also some people that would probably read into the fact that Tyrion uh, kind of did the same thing a couple seasons ago when he was freeing the dragons from the pit, or like when oh, Danny yeah. had him locked up. Yeah. So there are some people that think that uh, Tyrion Lannister actually might have uh, some questionable parentage as well. So maybe that's why the dragons let Tyrion, didn't kill Tyrion, and didn't kill Jon right there. So just a little food for thought. No, that's, that's really interesting, too. One thing I picked up on, too, is that like Danny, when she's watching, like, the, uh, I guess that was, sorry, Drogon, that's the one she was on, right? Yeah. Um, so, so she's watching Dro- uh, uh, Drogon kind of like sniff him, and she has a look of like kind of like shock, surprise. I don't know. It's uh, uh, you know, as opposed to like her just you know observing this and passively saying, 
oh yeah, no big deal. She's kind of looking down like, whoa, like check this out. This is pretty cool. This is happening. So I wonder if she's getting a clue that something is a uh, amiss. Yeah. She also kind of questions John on the, uh, so he said that you took a knife to the heart. Uh, yeah, what's that all about? Yeah. But she didn't, she kind of asked him, but he downplayed it. So she, um, whether or not she believes him, we'll just have to wait and see, but she's on, she's on to him. So, or at least a little curious. So then, uh, right after that, we've get to, we got the return of Jorah Mormont and, uh, Danny seems really pleased to have him back in the fold. Yeah, brand spanking new Jorah Mormont. He brand new outfit and like <laughs> like the grayscale never happened. He looks ten years younger, and apparently it's everything's water under the bridge with those two. They're like, okay, um, bygones, dude. He did look a lot younger there, and maybe it is just the fact that he put a clean shirt on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That I know you're gonna miss that shirt, Johnny. I know it's uh, a, <laughs> it's a, oh, it's the, a the pirates blouse. Yeah, <laughs> the Warford seasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's a great, great so scene. Then, uh, <laughs> yeah, good, good little reunion, heart touching reunion there. So, and she welcomes back, welcomes him back with open arms. So, uh, so then Bran is back at Winterfell, and he takes a little. Uh, in with his ravens and again here we get kind of a cool shot i thought of uh east watch by the sea and you can really get like a view of it how it's just kind of built into the wall and uh it's kind Kowski, of unique was that the yeah building. was that the was that the first time we saw really how far the wall went out into the sea because i don't recall seeing that in any previous episodes that's a good point. yeah this, we've we've never been to east watch before no, I think they had. To, I think they implied that they went there on their way to hard home, but I don't think we saw it. I think they just went. Yeah. They just went past it. Ugh. So was anybody uh, scanning the uh, the circle of the dead looking for a fat guy named Hodor walking? <laughs> into the I was. <laughs> I totally was. I thought they were going to show maybe something in that crowd of people that might be like a callback or something else, but. Uh, <laughs> No, we just kind of get the, uh, the the ravens flying over the wall, seeing a huge amount of of the whites, and then uh, the the ravens get to the actual White Walkers, and the Night King stares them down, and they're just like they scatter. So apparently, he the Night King kind of knows what's up and must have some kind of power because as soon as they see him, they just are like, oh, "We're out." Yeah, he know well. He could see. Whatever he does, he can see Bran before when Bran was yeah. taking a walk through time and space or something like that. So, I, I well, that was more of a warding than you know, right? This time was kind of more of a warding than the green seeing, I guess. But oh, either way, seeing. the Night King's on to him. Yeah, I didn't get you before. You escaped once, young Stark. You shall not escape the Night King again. So, <laughs> so Bran sees this and he decides, all right, well, we got to send notice. Uh, they're on the way and they are not far and there's a shit ton of them. And that, 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 that goes out via um, Western Union or whatever. The telegrams travel fast. Western Raven. Western Raven. <laughs> Western Raven. <laughs> so then we head over to see Sam at the Citadel, and they are getting one of these notices that Fran has sent. And uh, Sam does his best to kind of, you know, legitimize the story, back it up. Put in a good word for Bran, surprises darndest to kind of make them believe that this is all true. And kind of at the end of the whole thing, they seems like they're just kind of laughing it off again. So uh, he's he's doing his best, but nobody is taking him seriously. Yeah, that's the that was the the old town C suite, <laughs> or the the uh, the Maester C suite C suite. That's the, you know that was the the chief uh, right. financial officers and the the chief scroll officer. 
the treasurer, yeah, the <laughs> eminent chronicler. Yeah. Well, no, honestly, like my my first reaction after the episode, the, the last scene, I was uh, before I think we started recording, I was thinking like, how do I feel about this episode? This scene was particularly frustrating. Um, and there's a couple more that were frustrating just to watch. I'm like, come on, move faster, move faster. Not not that the scene itself was slow, but it's just like there's there's so many so much going on. That, like, come on, get over this. But I did re- I did find out. Uh, actually, I went back to listen to some of your uh, older ha- uh, rehashes that I'd heard before. But um, I'm embarrassed to admit that I just found out that this is not the last season. I thought this was the last seven seasons, <laughs> but there's like one more after this. So I'm like, what? Like, oh, oh I felt like kind of let down, but excited at the same time. Wow, so that's huge. That said, that, that said, this could be a lot slower now. Like, why are we even worried about this? Why is Sam even there? Like, yeah, he should be getting, you know, whatever. Yeah. You fix Jorah, you know, steal these books, figure out what you got to do. Go, go, go. You only got three episodes left. But now I know it's uh, a whole other season. Yeah, <laughs> I was a little surprised too that. Uh, just with the episode being called Eastwatch, we really—I was expecting some some crap to go down at Eastwatch, which there's some of it, but not not the mayhem that I was expecting. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, you're expecting hard home. I, I was expecting hard home yeah. too. But it's yeah. funny that it, it, you know, C Suite. A lot of people, a lot of people share your um, your sure. disuse of Old Town altogether and Sam Tarley. I think a lot of people are, well, why, why do we need to do this? What are you going to do? What's going to come out of this? Can't we do it all in one episode? But I, I just wish I was. I wish I was there. I wish I was in the library at Old Town, except not changing bedpans. But that'd be fun. Well, that would be pretty sweet. I mean, and later on, like too, it's like you feel that from Sam. Like he's leaving. He's like, "Fuck, I really wanted to be here, and now I'm leaving it. Like this is kind of a bummer." But he's yeah, gotta do what he's got to do. And it's you know he, I I hope that he knows knew what books he had to get. You know, like oh, so just I'm randomly not, grabbing I'm, some. Yeah, I guess I'm. I, I wonder I'm if he like signed them out. Like if there's like. I want, I want there's like library cards you can just sign, sign his name on it. Like, I'll bring these back at some point. You don't have permission to be here, Tolly. But I guess uh, that was the ne- that was the next scene. I guess the next time we yeah were we, in there. we uh we skipped ahead yeah. <laughs> so we go back to Dragonstone and they're they're t- they're in the war yeah, room yeah. talking after that. It was just it's just Valerius and, and Tyrion, just kind of like having a cocktail together. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. Okay, yeah, yeah, that scene. Yeah, so so we've got uh Tyrion and Varys talking and uh they don't seem to be real thrilled with the fact that they just decided to torch the Tarleys and uh Varys tries to kind of convince Tyrion that we need to get her to listen to our advice, but doesn't really doesn't seem to be working. Uh but in the middle of this they get another one of their scrolls. Uh, that brand sends and they realize the dead are coming and it, it seems kind of like they're ready to uh, they kind of seem to be- believe that John is, is serious and sincere but they also realize that they're going to have to prove it to everybody yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. great always a great scene yeah so John uh, they had this plan and they realize that they're going to have to they're going to have to capture a white and bring it around for the world to see and uh, the, i guess the the plan is that they're going to show it to Cersei as well so that we can kind of put this uh this other war on hold for a moment and get it to saving the world and then we'll worry about uh, who's sitting on the throne after that i guess yeah <laughs> sitting on the throne <laughs> Uh, yeah <laughs> so we, we go to uh so john's john's gonna head north uh and we kind of get the same resistance here from all the lords of winterfell where they want the king in the north to be in the north and uh but john's like look i gotta do this so santa kind of talks him off the ledge and it seems like seems like they're okay john's gotta head north and santa's gonna hold down the fort again Another 
yeah, this uh, that that this whole scene, it's just kind of it's it's not satisfying because it's like, man, you know, Sansa's not controlling the room. She's just doing just barely just enough, and Arya calls her out on it later. You wouldn't want her leading your your team, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, once again, it's just frustrating. No, not no. She's uh, uh, she's not C-suite material. (laughs) (laughs) Now Arya, on the other hand, is Arya's kind of giving her the business too, and accusing her of uh, you know, maybe thinking behind, uh, you know, thinking more long term for her own self as opposed to the good of Winterfell or John. Last week, last week, Kabasa reminded us that we're going to be you know paying you know, a high price for, you know, any, any, any pleasure that you see from <laughs> Sansa yeah. just because anything that happens, that's, that's a good, you know, it's going to tear down. But, um, Arya kind of calls her out a little bit. Say, like, Oh, you're sleeping in mom and dad's old chambers. Like, Oh, you just like nice things. And, you know, uh, you know, kind of cutting pretty deep. Yeah. As only sisters could do. Yeah. In case he doesn't come back and you got a, you're in charge. So yeah, she's, uh, Arya's, not pulling any punches here. Yep. She, yeah, she's. Nor she, should she. So. Yeah, she's a straight shooter, and she thinks like a killer. And we'll have we'll, we'll, Yeah, and I, I kind of like what we got uh, going on with Arya in this episode, but uh, I think we'll come back to Winterfell a little little later in the episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. But for now. Leave off them. For now, we've got uh, Davos smuggling. Tyrion and Jamie or uh Davos is smuggling Tyrion to a meeting with Jamie. You mean smuggling? Uh smuggle. <laughs> smuggle. Well, I guess I could smuggle. Smuggle. You're absolutely smuggle. right. Davos. I have so. to go get my smuggling shoes on because I'm a smuggler. I'd like to see hey, it. I'd hey, like uh, to see an edit. Knock. Who's there? This is <laughs> this is you want this is was this is who not who who's this there Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry just terrible but every time i hear it's, it's the thing liam helmsworth is that his, his name, davos's character. name he just reminds me of davos yeah yeah <laughs> um every time i hear him talk it just makes me think of sean connery <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I would, so uh, let's see. So Jamie Bron sets up a meeting with Jamie and Tyrion, and uh, obviously Jamie's not really too happy to see Tyrion since uh, he killed their father. But um, he does he know he, doesn't, he didn't kill his son. Though. Now, yeah, he does yeah, know that he didn't think, kill his son. Now, so that's fine. Yeah, and I'm not sure Jamie ever really believed that, but he's yeah. you know at least he doesn't. He has a reason not to hate him as much. So. He's still a little pissed, but he's always been his biggest fan. So uh, he, so Tyrion basically says he's got an important request, and I think he's kind of doing the same thing here where he's uh, trying to put the brakes on the war and wants them to focus on the army of the dead that's coming their way. Uh, not to be a, a you know a couch critic, but some of the dialogue in this episode felt a little bit uh, like some politic and. And now I'm so like they they've been paying off so so well. He's like, do you think I was ever born to be like this? Like, okay, fast forward. Like, okay, yeah, whatever. We're not going to do that now. You guys have known each other for 35 years. Yeah, let's let's. Why are we here? You know what I'm saying? And, and anyways, yeah, that's a that's a harsh critic, right? Yeah, there. A harsh critique. But he only got like he only got a couple sentences into it, and Jamie shut him up. Like, it's I, true. Yeah. That's true. He shut him down. <laughs> Oh, we get it. You're a dwarf. Get over it already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's just some huge scenes in the I mean, this was huge. I mean the, Yeah, we're just setting the table all over the place here. I mean, reunions left and right and Oh, I'm just gonna sneak back into King's Landing. I I mean I didn't see that coming at all. You know, like oh and then all of a sudden he's just there. <laughs> Yeah, they, he went to Queen's Landing and came back in one episode. That's yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah. It's like we don't we don't have time. I think it's almost like they knew 
like okay we we know we drug things out a long time before this but now we we have no time to drag anything out anymore we're just going to get right to the point every every time putting the putting the hammer down on this yeah so speaking of hammers <laughs> uh, meanwhile while this meeting's going on uh davos is taking a little stroll around city bottom and uh, looking for his old boy, Gendry. And we have not seen Gendry in probably three, maybe four seasons since uh, Davos gave him a boat and sent him on his way to save him from uh, Melisandre. So a lot of people have been speculating that we're going to see Gendry again. And sure enough, here he is. And it was great that, that Davos made it. A- a rowing joke there because every I've, I've heard a million jokes about you know whenever people talk about game of thrones everybody's been saying you know that gendry's been rowing this entire time and, and when he finally sees him davos makes a joke about it which is i thought was great he does he does <laughs> i wonder if they uh i want i'm sure the writers and stuff i'm sure they you know they're they're big fans of twitter and they're big fans. oh yeah i wonder if they uh uh they, they they put stuff that's in you know they add stuff to a existing script to make inside jokes and stuff like that. I bet they. I'm sure they do. I hope they do. Yeah. No, they did. Mm-hmm. They definitely did, and it, that was great. I'm it's <laughs> Gendry. Just I've been, been hanging out swords this whole time I've been here, but I'm not just a swordsman. I don't know how to use a sword, but I have this badass hammer that I'm uh, now. Yeah, and so. I think that's a little bit of a nod to his dad because I, I think his dad was. I, I don't know why you would want a giant hammer over a sword. <laughs> I would think that yeah, well, sword would be much easier to swing and defend yourself. Just, uh, but apparently, the warhammer, which was Robert Baratheon's uh, weapon of choice, and Gendry here seems to have taken a liking for it as well. That's great. And he is the really the person with more claim to the, the Iron Throne than anybody else, right? Um, I mean, if he was Robert, well, the first Baratheons. If you want to say it's Robert or if you want to think it's Targaryen, I mean, I think it's all over yeah. for... Uh, yeah. As far as the Baratheon bloodline goes, yeah. And, he, and, and, and Gendry, he got some balls on him all of a sudden. Like I mean, I guess when he left before, he was just kind of scared, but he doesn't really. He yeah, doesn't he give didn't, crap uh, right now. He wants to just let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was, was great. Kind of like, oh well, uh, he's like, all right, I'm back. Let's do this. I'm ready. So. Let's get out of here. Here's my things. <laughs> Here's my uh, what do you call it? A gig, gig bag or uh, what are those? What are those um, soda bags? <sighs> Who are the people that are ready for the when, if the worlds are gonna the world is gonna come to an end, and you get to do you ready? Preppers? preppers, preppers, yeah. If you, he's a prepper and that's his uh, whatever. If you, they, I think they tell you to pack a bag if you ever got to leave town in ten minutes. Bug out bag. Bug out bag. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. <laughs> Grabs his bug I out bag. I got mine packed and ready. That is a sweet <laughs> warhammer. I didn't realize. I don't remember if Robert ever. I guess I don't think Robert ever was in a battle. I guess in this Game of Thrones. No, he was kind of re- recounting a story at one point in like season one or two, and was he talking about his Warhammer? They were giving their 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 telling stories of their first kill, and it was uh, him, his old uh, Jamie comes in. Uh, I just watched it because I was just kind of nice. curious about. Yeah. It. Some of the first ones, and, they, and Robert's all drunk, and he's telling the story about the first one, first person that he killed, and you know, using the hammer, and he hit him so hard that he broke all his ribs, went through his his breastplate, and that was the first time that we heard the, the, the reference. He's like, nobody tells you that they shit their pants. You know, that, <laughs> so, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was the first time in the, the first, you know, because you've heard that a few times now about nobody tells you that they, you know, they poop themselves when they kill them, and he he brings that up right there. Good point. Good catch. Good catch. Nice. 
Oh, the Warhammer just, I'm sorry, I'm watching. Oh, boy, there he is. <laughs> all right. It's on the big screen. Uh, yeah. All right, well, nice. we're, we'll in, come in back to that here in a minute. Okay, I think. sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah. No, no, you're fine. I'm <laughs> I'm almost to that point as well. I'm, I'm about there. one minute behind so, it. <laughs> I'm watching it. it surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. so, so Jamie goes back and meets with Cersei uh, and admits that he met Tyrion and Cersei's like, yeah, I know. I allowed the meeting. And then hey, what's up with that? How drops, she, she, well, how does she know all this stuff? Um, does, do you think <laughs> anything happens in King's Landing without her knowing about oh, it? Oh, yeah. she told us that, that, that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, uh, and then Kapow, by the way, I'm Preggers. Yeah. Preggers. Yeah, whoopity do so, that. Who, it looks like who, we're gonna who's have baby we going to say it is? It's yours. It's yours. Okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> she uh, zero zero shits given now by Cersei. Yeah. Yeah. Zero point zero. Yeah. And it's like, are we supposed to believe that's actually going to change her outlook? Like she kind of says. I mean, I don't know. All of a sudden, she uh, wants to play nice. Yeah. But it's weird how all of a sudden everything changes in one in one episode. Basically, Cersei's ready to talk, hmm. and now the dead, the you whole know dead thing. About that? What's that? Huh. You know, that's, that's well. You know, it's weird now that I think about it because if you go back to like the Maggie the Frog prophecy, she was uh, told that she was going to have three kids, which she already did have three kids. So uh, supposedly, this is the fourth one. I wonder if there's Maybe I'm reading too much into that, but um, Interesting. you know, the prophecy okay. said she was going to have three kids. Hmm. So who knows? Is she lying? Is something going to happen to the baby? Maybe, maybe she's yeah, not she's pregnant and she's, she's playing Jamie somehow. Oh, yeah, yeah. it could very well, could very well be. She's maybe it's not she's like, don't ever betray me again. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> oh, maybe it's what's his name, Greyjoy's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be good. It was good timing. Yeah. Yeah. Cersei's just got the man. Hmm. She, she, Cersei goes total boss. So she's the, she just hulks up huge right here, pretty much. It's like, oh, I know. I know he was here. I didn't do anything about it, but I knew. Don't, <laughs> don't mess with me again, brother, lover. Oh. <laughs> don't ever betray me. Yeah. Not, I'm telling you, just didn't feel good about watching this episode. I would have I would have liked to have seen I would have liked to have seen yeah. I would have liked to have seen one little scene with Bronn setting up the meeting, you know. I'd have liked to have seen maybe I don't know how they how yeah, how did what, how did Bronn get to set what, it up, you What know? back channel? Yeah, what back channel did Tyrion use to get the Bronn and, and who who infiltrated that and who gave that information to Cersei? We may never know. Right. Well, you know what? I made my second boo boo of the day. I totally, uh, I totally did skip the um, the part where uh, Gendry crushed that dude's head in with the hammer. Yeah, so, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. My notes are failing me today. I'm sorry, but that's a, that's all right. for some reason, I I thought we were coming back to that because I've got some Gendry notes lower. But it's all good. Yeah, that's kind of a nice awesome little part here. too. That was a nice little part, I thought, the way uh, Davos was kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, just back to my old smuggling ways and starts <laughs> to bribe the guards and it looked like he had pulled it off. And then Tyrion comes back along, and then finally we just get to see Gendry take the hammer to those two dudes after he's kind of sick of playing games with those guys. So Yeah, couldn't couldn't Tyrion have just that, dipped, dipped behind a bush or something? I mean, he was just kind of like strolling, like, dip, 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 dip. oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, look he, out. Well, he's kind of not very inconspicuous either because he's wearing like the nicest clothes he can find too you know like he maybe he's trying to be a little more incognito maybe could have tried to like <laughs> dress like a drunken uh you know homeless dwarf but instead yeah, he's like guards, wearing around his cape and his nicest shirt and everything and, and the guards are like sort of, hey. How did you get that scar? I'm like, well, how many dwarves do you see walking around Westeros in the first place? But yeah. <laughs> how'd you get that scar on your face, dwarf? <laughs> yeah, and in the books, he doesn't have a nose. 
Uh. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Well, they. they I, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna hang a warhammer on the wall in chapter one, C sweet, you better be swinging it by chapter three. So they they took care of that fast. <laughs> we got introduced to the warhammer, and yeah. you got to see him use it too. That was nice. <laughs> warhammer. <laughs> blacksmith that's that's so the, then, the blacksmith's choice the warhammer you can have your sword he'll take a warhammer so then davos takes gendry off to reach uh off to meet uh john snow and he's like uh yeah don't don't tell him about the uh, whole uh, Baratheon thing by the way <laughs> kind of keep that on the dl yeah, sure. i'll be I'll like, keep oh, by the way. no problem <laughs> Oh, by the way, I'm Robert Baratheon's bastard son. Oh, okay. So much for that. <laughs> no, that was great. He doesn't care. He doesn't. Uh, Gendry D G A F all day. They went from Kings. He went from King's Landing to North of the Wall in one episode. <laughs> that's like. I mean, that's what a thousand mile. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to get into it, but that's pretty. Why funny. would it take yeah, like five right. episodes in season one? Totally. You're right. You know, I was I thinking they care. could solve some of those problems if you know they could just put like a little like a like a hot air hot air balloon carriage on a couple of these dragons, and then <laughs> you think you get there a lot faster. You know what? Hey, instead of having to go on the boat north of the wall here, just hop on a dragon. Just you know that you know that I can buy the fact that they're getting there so fast. But yeah, Dragon Airlines. I'm, I'm just gonna say, guys, it's it's might be jumping the shark right now. No. I, I say that here. I'm out. Mouse. Yeah. I know. I know you're going to hang up on me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... I, I How dare I, you? I'm just saying. It's a valid argument. <laughs> I mean, for that to happen, I, I don't it. think I it's it. happening. It. Yeah. Yeah. From <laughs> Westeros to be on the wall, one episode, bam, here's everybody. I wish it was always like that. You know, I wish we didn't... I mean, Jamie, that, that season when Jamie was either covered in mud or on the road or getting his hand chopped off, I mean, he was that, that was forever, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But hey. yeah, it's like it's like we got everything. All these mm. storylines that started are now coming to. It's like the garden is fertile, and we're just picking it all out. Yeah, it's true, man. I do love it. And so then all the the, the boys are like, "We're out of here. We're heading north." Jorah, we hardly you know hardly got to see. I you know the way Danny looks at Jorah when he gets on the boat, it was like they hooked up last night. I mean, that's it's, a, it's almost like a father figure thing, though. I think, or I mean, you know what I mean? Because he's been around and, and he's. I was watching the first couple episodes, and you know, when she's first kind of, you know, with Cal Drogo, and she's like injured because she was, you know, basically raped, and he's like, it gets easier. Like he immediately was like that uh, big brother kind of figure. So, it gets easier. I mean, she's never really had that in her life, so I think that's maybe more so than a. A, a, a romantic relationship. Or I hope so, anyways. Khaleesi, just t- try to take deep breaths. You're not ready for some hot incest action. <laughs> uh, we get plenty of that in this. In this uh, uh, From the Lannister family. Sure. Well, there. Do you remember early on too? Like with uh, it was very creepy where Danny's older brother was like, you know, selling, marrying off, and he's like. Really kind of creepy, the blonde hair dude. I'm sorry, those episodes are fresh in my brain. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's he. He was creepy AF. (laughs) (laughs) So off they go. I mean, there's like I like the moment with with Tyrion pulling out the coin. That was cool. He kept it. He kept his coin. I remember that. I have to rewatch those, but the 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 ones where he was on a. When they, when they were slaves, sold to slaves. Yeah, well, I don't remember. Yeah, it's probably like a couple, years, couple seasons good. ago. It's probably not good radio to, to inform me every time I don't understand something. No, that's all right. No, because well, I, <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't recall that. I don't. I don't remember the the, the, the you know the significance of that coin. There, when they were caught by the slavers on the when after. Jorah kidnapped Tyrion and took him. He was taking him from. Was it uh, taking him to Marine? Right. Through. They were the, gonna split him up. And the guy who bought Jorah okay. threw in an extra penny for Tyrion. 
for the dwarf. Ah, uh, gotcha. And then they gave him. He gave him the the slaver guy. Uh, since the slaver slavery was outlawed, the slaver guy gave him both a coin. And it's like that'll be plenty of money for the rest of your lives, thinking that they're not going to live very long. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. So Tyrion saved that coin. Thanks for, yeah. And he he yeah. wore it, just like the gold watch from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> In his ass for three years. <laughs> now I give you your father's ass. gold watch. <laughs> so enough of all those fun goodbyes, cool scenes, because we're going back to Old Town. Yeah. <laughs> Sam and Gilly. <laughs> I know you missed it, but I, I will admit there was one thing kind of cool here that I thought, and um, I'd like to kind of rewatch it, but... Gilly's just like uh, reading through the books and kind of ripping off facts what, and whatnot. And then she gets to this part where she talks about like, oh, what's an annulment? And, uh, you know, kind of explains that uh, Rhaegar threw aside his wife and was remarried. So I'm, I'm thinking yeah. that that's, uh, I'm thinking what they're trying to say there is that actually Rhaegar and Lyanna Stark were actually married. And uh, it looks like Jon Snow then would be a legitimate son and a legitimate Targaryen, not just a bastard. And uh, so really by that, if if that's really what they're implying there, then uh, he's really the true heir if, uh, you know, maybe he was anyway if he was just a bastard, but uh, it could be like an actual legitimate Targaryen heir. Man, I, I say, say something about that. I'm like, oh, I wish I knew more about who those people were. I didn't rewind it, but Kowski, that could be a huge uh, little 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 drop there of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I have to rewatch that. I, I missed that's that. That's what they're implying there. Yeah, that's a good good it, catch. It, it was very unique. It was like, oh, he he annulled and remarried immediately, like same day. Yeah. Like uh, that's very interesting. Hmm. Well, I'll have to Goodbye, rewatch the episode that. five more times this week just to make <laughs> sure. But <laughs> well, she she did mix it in. She's like, oh, there's like a thousand steps, and he takes a bunch of this guy's taking all yeah. his bowel movements, and then oh, by the way, he's always annulled and remarried immediately. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, One of these things all right. Man, Tom was Sam's just he's fed up, dude. He was like those freaking maesters. Don't they know the dead's on its way? They're sitting there in their executive yeah, boardroom. He gets he gets set up and bounces, but I don't know where he's going. They don't say where he's going. Yeah, I, I'm. I guess he's just heading to the wall, or probably going to go reunite with John, or wherever he thinks he can do the most good. I guess, but yeah, he just mm-hmm. goes sneaks into the uh, sneaks into the off. Limits wing of the library, takes some books and hits the road. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he's either going. Yeah, well, he's going to Dragonstone bridge. or he's going to Winterfell. Or the, I hope he's not going to the Wall. I mean, as long as he's leaving the Citadel, that's a, that's all we need to worry about. Yeah, <laughs> with books, hopefully the right ones. You know, with, with, now that's what I want to know. Yeah. Like. It looked like he was looking for particular ones. He mentions that there's probably dusty books on the shelves that could kill the White Walkers. So I hope that he just grabbed all the books that he needed. And he's like, out. Come on, Gilly, we're heading out. So, yep. So I guess, are we done? Are we done with Old Town now? Is that all we're going to see of it? I kind of missed the Citadel, but... Um... Yeah, I don't know. And the other thing, he kind of like took a big look up at that, uh, whatever that scope thing is uh, hanging from the wall or whatever, kind of gave that a little, um, (laughs) yeah, gave gave that kind of a heart, hugging at his heartstrings. I really am curious to know what those things are, and I think there's a little more significance to them that maybe we'll kind of understand down the road, but for now going to have to wait and see. Yeah, it's in the... I'm guessing it's a, it's a lunar calendar. Ah. 
Nice. Keeping track of how long the winter's going to last and when it's coming. It doesn't look like one of those big mobiles, like, a, you know, you'd have, like, a, over a baby's crib, but a giant one. Right. <laughs> and I know another, at one point, you know, one of them was, like, it looked, I think it was kind of used to reflect light into the room because they didn't have light bulbs. So, anywho, um, I think my favorite part of the episode is coming up right here. And uh, we get kind of Arya uh, keeping an eye on Littlefinger. And so we see kind of Littlefinger doing some little backdoor deals with some random girl. And then he's kind of got a meeting with uh, Lord Glover and Royce. And Arya is just kind of keeping her eye on him at all times. And. Um, eventually he gets this scroll delivered to his room and, uh, Aria breaks into, eventually breaks into his room and finds this scroll. So I kind of had to, uh, pause it and figure out what the heck was going on here. But I think what happened, I couldn't read the whole scroll entirely, but I think what the scroll was kind of saying was, uh, you know, that Ned Stark was dead and it was from Sansa, but it didn't look like it was like the true story of how Ned really died. And Arya was right there at the Sept of Baylor when he got beheaded and knows what happened. Because I think somewhere on the scroll it said something about him like dying of injuries or whatever. And so this is kind of, I think, just playing into the Arya not really trusting Sansa. Um it a little bit more so uh it, i thought aria was really playing this out really good but um you know if you guys are you guys sitting down for this but at the end of the scene we see little finger <laughs> looking on in the distance lurking in the distance so no i was just, i couldn't believe it <laughs> couldn't no believe way it. so uh really like the whole the whole way, I kind of liked the way Arya was playing it because I'm like, all right, good. Finally, somebody's keeping an eye on Littlefinger. He's just like running around unchecked for the past several episodes. But really, it looks like uh, I think what's happening here is it looks like Littlefinger's trying to play Arya and Sansa against each yeah. other. Yeah, which I hate. Dead, Somebody killed from wounds. Finger. He took in a something, something yep. Joffrey and tried to steal his throne. The, you can't see the whole thing. Something's and swear fealty to King Joffrey, and something you're something sister Sansa. Like I I don't I don't know what that I don't know what that we're supposed to get from that. It was like an old yeah an old scroll that I, I guess I just kind of, of or you know, and, and since Arya knows that he got beheaded, like I think maybe that's kind of the. Uh, I think that's just feeding into Arya's distrust of her because she knows that that scroll was BS. Like he didn't die of injuries. He didn't. He didn't try to steal the throne. And so, meanwhile, she's reading this this scroll from Sansa, and it looks like Sansa's kind of uh, in tight with the Lannisters, or you know, kind of betraying her family a little bit in there. That's that's how I took it, but it took me a little. I don't know. It took me a little while to get there, but that's how I'm taking it at the moment. Oh, and I'm I'm taking it as Littlefinger. It was a setup. Like um, Littlefinger knew yeah. that she was going to do that and put that there so she would see it. Like Littlefinger knew he was. She was watching him. Littlefinger knew she was going right, to sl- right. sneak in. No, I totally agree. Did he still? Did he planted that? Was that a real scroll? Or did he have? That's wasn't there another scroll? Wasn't there? There was. I thought there was a different scroll that he he needed to get out of there. That was something he wrote. But I'm. That like proved he set up Ned's death. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. I thought that. I guess. Yeah, we, I guess I thought that that was the one he was. That was the one he had. But I think he planted it to kind of play Arya against Sansa now. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a little So he really could have got it. Here, he really could have got it delivered. He could have got that other scroll delivered just then, but 
he probably kept it in his pocket and had this other scroll that he put in the hole in his mattress so she'd find it. Right. Yeah. I... Uh, who knows with Littlefinger, yeah. but it looks like he's he's working his magic again. And I just want to more importantly. Yeah, more importantly, he's lurking in the background. Yeah, that's <laughs> <what> it's, <laughs> it's all happy. With a nondescript look on his face. Mm, is he happy? Is he sad? I can't tell. My favorite scene is the next scene. It, so then we head up to the, finally, with, uh, you know, like five or ten minutes left in the episode, we actually finally get to Eastwatch, the titular place here so uh john snow gets reunited with tormund uh they go into the prisons they see the brotherhood without banners Thoros of mir the hound everybody's favorite the hound and uh the other guy with barrack don darian i'm forgetting barrack don darian so yeah a little again another huge meeting of uh a lot of people's characters that's uh are getting united here as we're getting towards the finish line. Do you know what um, Thoris of Mir and Jorah Mormont knew each other from? Um, hmm. Were they... Did, I, I wonder if they... Did they work together to do whatever Jorah did to get banished from his family or whatever? I don't know. They acted, you know... Uh, I think no, Jorah. Jorah just was like I think Jorah sold some slaves, some people into slavery. So that's what happened there. But yeah, I'd have to go back and look. I know I've I've heard references about some battles of them talking about like, yeah, do you remember when Thoris of Mir went into that battle with his flaming sword? Like, oh, that was awesome. But I don't. Uh, I'd have to do a little research on the link of Thoros and Jorah. Thora, <laughs> Joros. Uh, so, the, so now, I so mean, they're all together. Here. There's lots of there's lots of history going on in this one room. All of a sudden, you know. And I think the line of the show comes out of the scene too, where Jon Snow basically says, "Yeah, of course we're on the same team. We're all breathing. <laughs> yeah. like we're united now against the dead." Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man, but I just this is this is an exciting end here, I think, because I just I love like too. all these dudes are like great characters. I think like the Hound is awesome, and Jon Snow, and we've got Thoros and Beric and Jorah, and just everybody's heading north here. And uh, I don't know, I think that's gonna make for some awesome upcoming excitement. So are they do, they do like a slow mo pulp pulp fiction uh, slow walkout here? They yeah. Do, don't they? they really need some headgear because it looks cold really AF cool. up yeah. there too, man. It is just like looks miserable as can be, and they're just like strolling out there, and they can see like ten feet in front of them. So they're just going. They're going to get one of them. Is that what they're, they're going to get? One to bring to Cersei, yeah. or something? Yeah, I think they that's need one the white walker. Capture a white to show these people that. Well, probably just a white, not technically a white walker, but uh, they. Yeah, I think that's the plan. Just to bring back one of the living dead, and just to prove to these people that they're not making this crap up. So off they go. Whew-wee. And that's that's where it ends, man. That's that's uh that was quite yeah. a that was quite a scene. I mean it's it's so funny how we're just everything is speeding up. You know, we're there the the story is just moving along at I mean ten times as fast as it used to, you know. It's like all of a sudden these big yeah. things big things are happening at every turn and we're only spending a little time and then boom, we got something else big. I mean, there were some huge. Uh, Gendry was huge. All these guys getting together north are, was huge. Tyrion just saying, "I'm just gonna sneak in, <laughs> sneak into the basement and meet with Jamie real quick." And then the whole I don't know what. 
you know, I, and Sansa and Arya got to try to keep it together till ever someone can come help them. Or is you know what Arya, <laughs> Sansa and Arya are like, um, they're like De Niro and um, what's his name in Casino? Pesci. Uh, yeah, De Niro and Pesci in casino like de niro's got things taken care of you know he's, he's doing everything on the up and up just like sansa is and then all of a sudden pesci comes in and starts causing trouble right off the bat <laughs> yeah aria pesci she's like hey, she's putting money on the street already she's just got to town setting up her own business causing trouble mm-hmm well, oh, hey, somebody's got to keep an eye on Littlefinger, which has not been happening in the last month. So, yeah. oh, no Brienne fighting around on this sex. episode. That's yeah, true. No Brienne uh, episode, which is a bummer. Oh. We had a we had a funny reference to her though, because uh, what's her uh, uh, her wilding <laughs> wannabe boyfriend? Tormund, <laughs> not Tormund. He's he's like, is she coming up here too to help out? But <laughs> no, no, she's not gonna be here. Oh, okay. The big girl. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Big girl. That's right. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not my favorite episode, though. Yeah. Not gonna be. Not gonna lie. Not gonna beat around the bush. Yeah, kind of a, kind of a stage setter again. We got some cool sure. things going on here, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's it's hard to live up the last couple last couple it, weeks. It have is. Been so action packed. Great point. So we yeah. kind of have to take a step back here and set the stage. I think again for reset for some more yep. things. So. We're uh, technically, I think we're seventy-one percent through the season now. Can you believe that? It's, no, I only... can't even believe I'm saying that right now. I'm getting a little upset, but yeah. uh, we got two episodes to go, and I think we probably just they took our foot off the pedal here for one episode, and we are just probably going to hammer down here in six and seven towards the finish. I'm, well, I mean, that's a, a very fair point. I when I when we were first done with it, I was like, oh man. Like, a little bit let down, but when you go back and recap it, there was a lot of stage setting again. You got to set the dominoes up before you knock them down. Sure. I, I'm not. So, I'm not. There's a lot of stuff that happened. I'm not disappointed one bit. I, I mean, I think there was just a lot of things that were happening. Yeah, there wasn't a big battle, but you know, there was big things happening, especially with Gendry. I mean, mm-hmm. that was huge. <laughs> and it was funny that in the Hound and all those guys coming together. I'd like to, it would be, you could probably get a whole hour of just conversations that those characters could have, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. over beers. You know, <laughs> next week is going to be, there's going to be some White Walkers, there's going to be some, uh, there's going to be some crazy shit going down. Yep. Yeah, we get a little, uh, the preview after the the credits rolled showed some yes. uh, Eric Dondarian flaming sword, and uh, I'm sure we're going to be. Sure, we're going to be cold next week. Like you know how they do like the spinoffs, like you know Breaking Bad, and then they had Better Call Saul. I would yeah. watch. I would watch a spinoff with anything with the mountain in it. <laughs> I'm sorry, the yeah, hound. not not the mountain, but the hound. I, I love um, the mountain. He's got great I feel lines. like there has. I, I feel like there has been some discussion of uh, possible possible other episode or other. Series kind of along this thing, so <laughs> that be well, we can only hope. But I mean, gosh, there's so much, there's so much crap going on. I mean, you've got a, you've you've got so much backstory for anything you want. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. We still got the greatest TV show in history here. Two more episodes in season seven. So, is there one more season, and they're calling it? Is, is that what the plan is here? Or um, yeah, there's speculation. Um, I think I think going into this season, the speculation was that there was like 15 hours of TV left between season okay. seven and eight. So, this is seven episodes. Sure. Some people were uh, thinking that there might be maybe six episodes next year. And then they weren't sure if that was going to mean that some of the episodes would be long or if mm-hmm. maybe there could be a movie to finish things out or what. So, oh, really? Uh, I guess we've got about, you know, maybe 10 hours left if we're going by the 15 minus 5 uh, math that I put together here on my spreadsheet. Well, tonight's, tonight's episode was, was a little bit over an hour, wasn't it? That felt like uh, I think I think I... it was right at an hour pretty much. Okay, okay. 
I, I, I DVR'd it, but I was watching it almost live. You know, a couple of rewinds. Yeah, I had to. Something. Yeah, I do too. I, when I start taking notes, I gotta hit the hit the back button or pause a little bit to make mm-hmm. sure I don't. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I start missing things and skipping over things when we talk about them. Yeah, I started. I started. I did gotcha. that too. Have the close. I always have the close captions on for the show. Because mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. sometimes it'll they'll explain things. I was like, oh, I didn't know that was dragon chatter in the distance. <laughs> oh. It's that's true. Or, or sometimes like they'll they'll call something by name, hands in the yeah. whatever, whatever. That's where I think Cassie, you're the one that said that about the crossbow had a name because the closed captioning had the um, what had a name? Oh, I think it was the big crossbow. Kyburn Scorpion. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, no, that was just my independent research. The belief. Oh, that was okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think. John, oh, I think uh, Johnny pointed that out last week. The uh, scorpion has that. Yeah. The scorpion like, is the actual name. Yeah. Like, like the the, the closed caption said, uh, Bron Cox the scorpion or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Exactly. Would be helpful. Anyways. I need to do that next. Yeah. Well, on that note, fellas, uh, it's hard. Oh, yeah, 23 hours, uh, or six days, 22 hours, and 40 minutes. We'll <laughs> the back. next episode. Awesome. Looking forward to it, gentlemen. Me too. And Kowski and C-Suite, it's always great to have you here in the, the cells underneath the Sausage Hut talking about Game of Thrones rehashing, and hopefully White we'll Walkers catch you next, next week. Walkers next week. See ya.